Welcome to Sacred Heart's podcast series, The Heart of Sharon Road. Marie Turpak, Director of Institutional Advancement and your host for today's Heart of Sheridan Road podcast. I'm delighted to have four of our eighth graders with us. Would you please introduce yourself to our listeners and share with them how long you've attended either the Academy or Hardy Prep? Oh, hi, I'm Alex Kerr. I've been attending Sacred Heart ever since kindergarten. Uh, my name is Teddy Brayman. I've been here since kindergarten, so nine years. Uh, my name is Will Farrell. I've been here since kindergarten also, so also nine years. So hi, my name is Luca Delecki, and I've been here since kindergarten, so for nine years. So Teddy, you have two older brothers and two older sisters graduate from Sheridan Road. How do you feel as the last member of your family to graduate, and how much has Sacred Heart been a part of your family? Uh, well, it's a, it's, a, it's a big thing, for like my mom and stuff, because They've been here a long time. I don't know the exact years, but something like 17 years here. So they've done all sorts of stuff. So I always hear about that. And are your siblings in high school and college now? Uh, yeah, we, I have um, two have graduated college, one's in college, and one's a senior in high school. Will and Alex, you both have younger siblings that you will leave behind here when you graduate. Will, in your case, too. What words of advice do you both have for your younger siblings? Really just kind of embrace it and have fun because if you don't do that, you're not going to enjoy it. But if you do, you'll have fun and you'll get into a good high school. Well, I want my brother to know that it's important to do your work, but also not to stress because you'll end up where you need to be. And to just also embrace your time at Sacred Heart before it's too late. We profess um, in our alumni relations program that wherever you go, whatever road you may travel, you will always have a home at the Sacred Heart. Has Sacred Heart Schools been a home away from home for you? And if so, how? Well, I think it definitely is a home away from home because I spend, we all spend eight hours here a day. And also I feel like because we have such close relations with like most of the students and most of the staff, like we kind of think of them as family after a while, mm-hmm. so. Um, I think uh, Sacred Heart is a home, much less of the, the school itself, but of the grade. Because they always say, you know, a home's not a place, it's a... It's a people. So I always, you know, when I come back here for our reunions, I guess, with the whole grade here, I think that's when I'll feel like this is another home again. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, it's, it's basically a family. Oh, I agree as well. I, having been in the musicals, I've definitely made a lot of friends that I probably wouldn't have known, not from just my grade, but from lower grades as well and from older ones. People that I still talk to now, which is really great because it's great to be friends with lots of people in your school community not just people in your grade. What will you miss most about your time here? Being with people that you know for since kindergarten especially it's you really you know grow and bond with them you create really good relationships with them and so you know it's gonna be uh, I'm gonna miss that fact that I have those people that I've known because going to high school was like four years I'll still make lots of friends but I'm going to miss the idea of like, oh, we've all been together for this long time. We all know each other and we all get through our lives together. Yeah. Um, I'll definitely mo- miss all the people here and most of the faculty too, because I feel once you've been in their class for about a year, or even more than one year, they know you a lot. So, Oh, yes, I definitely agree. Uh, I think I'll also miss the size because, well, lots of high schools are a lot bigger. And it's definitely easier to form a community here. Mm-hmm. 
I'm also just going to miss, you know, the fun things you do, the kanji, the field days, and all the fun stuff like that, obviously. Like any kid would love to do. I also, you know, the teachers are probably one of the best parts because they, they really do try to make their like, classes around you and around how you learn. So they're really, you know, that's what I'm going to miss. The traditions are a very unique part, I think, of your educational experience here. And there is such a small class setting. Um, and then with being in middle school, your advisories too are another little subsection of your experience here. So Alex, you have on your, maybe it's your high school sweatshirt, but a Jones College prep. Is that where you're attending high yes, school? Yes, it is. And where are the rest of you attending high school? I'm also attending Jones. Okay. Uh, I'll be going to Ignatius. Okay. And I'll be going to Loyola. Great. So eighth grade spring is full of many fun activities. What are you most looking forward to and why? Oh, I'm really looking forward to Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. It's a trip that you hear about from about the beginning of your time at the school until the end. And you always see the older kids getting back from D.C. And it's just really been a long wait. I'm really excited to finally go on that trip. Yeah, Washington, D.C. is really interesting for me because I'm... I did a lot of debate here, and so I'm big on politics and all the things surrounding that, especially the historical part of it. I really can't wait to see that. As Academy and Hardy students, you've experienced single gender education on a co-ed campus. What have been the benefits of this single gender education for you? I feel like when we're non-co-ed, we're more comfortable in the classroom environment, and we, I don't know, I guess would speak our minds more, but... Yeah, I'd agree. I think it's good for us, because they always say that, like, you know, boys study better with boys, girls study better with girls. Well, when I talk to a lot of friends that are outside of school, they always say like, oh, you know, is that is that weird for you? I say it's not really that weird. I think it's sort of cool that it helps build a camaraderie between you and your classmates, mm -hmm. especially because, you know, when you know, that you, know, you really get to know these people specifically, right. and so, you know, you're more likely to be with them, and, you know, and it gets 80 kids mixed up in different classes each year. It's just really mm -hmm. But I feel like also, like, once you hit middle school, you start talking more and more to the boys or girls because mm -hmm. we have snack and recess together and we have regular recess after lunch or before lunch. And I feel like that you sort of get to know them. Not as much as you would if you were in class with them. but And your co-curricular, so like clearly Washington, D.C. is co-ed. Space Academy was co-ed, mm -hmm. right? All those but yeah, I've been doing the musicals since sixth grade. The environment's definitely been good. I feel like it is good to mix genders for activities like musicals, clubs like Science Olympiad, debate. Because though it is good to have some separation, it's always great to have like combined like ideas and to really just like collaborate and put together your opinions. And it's just really, it's been a great experience and I've really enjoyed it. I've made lots of friends, both in my grade and below and above, regardless of gender. Um, from flag football last year, it was 6th, 7th, 8th, we were all on the same team. I still talk to some of the kids that are in high school now. Yeah, same with science libyads, especially because they pair it up for science libyads. You get partnered with anyone from any grade as long as they're with you. And so I know some 8th graders that are Ignatius and I'm probably going to see them next year. And I also think it's really good for debate because in debate you get to hear you know a lot of people's different views on certain things and they are and people debate in different ways and so boys sometimes they tend to debate in very similar ways girls tend to do it very differently so I think it's really strong there. So you are part of the award-winning science Olympiad team. I am. 
Congratulations. Thank you. That was a big deal. So this may be your answer then, Teddy, to this question, mm-hmm. sharing with me a memorable academic moment. So all of you, but... So yeah, it's actually it's been a big highlight for me because it's really fun. I've been doing it since sixth grade and I, my brother, my oldest brother, Charlie, he did it when he was in middle school and he was able to get to state the same way I did. And so he did that. And ever since, and like in the past years, we haven't been to state in a while. So this is the first time, I think like four years that we did, got there, maybe three, I can't remember. But so it was really a big deal to be able to say that like, I did that and I just went my brother did because I do look up to him a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I, I felt really good about that. I don't really do any of the more academic teams Sacred Heart, but definitely a memorable moment, I guess, from school in terms of academics was going into humanities class with Miss Lowry. Um, everyone talked about how it was a really hard class, but it's a really good class. It's definitely one of my favorite classes. Before I entered middle school, I wasn't really interested in the sciences and the mathematics, but then when I got to seventh and eighth grade, I had Miss Pond as a teacher, and she really sparked an interest. She's just a great teacher, and she really helped me to enjoy science. It's something I'm considering doing in the future now. What other extracurricular activities have you engaged in in your time here? I can't think of any besides the science of the debate, obviously, because I don't do anything in middle school, but I remember in the lower grades, I always did all the the fun stuff after school, like the Miss Powers' floor hockey club and stuff like that. I've done sports here at Sacred Heart for all the years that you can like I think third grade starts cross country so every year we do some kind of sport and up until middle school I try to do like all the sports that I can like cross country basketball volleyball soccer softball I've tried most of them so did cross country wasn't very good at that but then I did baseball I did volleyball golf basketball flag football and then I also did glee club and I was in student council last year wow versatile. I personally am not the most athletic, so I haven't really been doing lots of the athletics at school, but I have done pretty much all of the like musical and fine arts activities you can do. Like, I do glee club, advanced chorus. I did the musical this year. I did theater performance workshop at the beginning of the year, which is a fun experience before the musical starts. You just shared where you're attending high school. If you were to give some words of advice to seventh graders who are about to embark on this process, can you share on this podcast what you would, how you would coach them and their families as they move into this high school selection process? Well, I think it's important to pick a school that's good for you. Don't pick somewhere just because of where all your friends are going. I feel like, at least for me personally, when I went to Jones, I really felt like it was the place for me, and I at least I had a I felt it felt right. Mm-hmm. So I think that it'll be and not to stress. It's important to not stress yourself out, and I definitely spent a lot of nights stressed that I wouldn't do well on the tests or on my applications or in interviews. But you'll end up at a school in the end, and you'll find the right place for you. Um, yeah, stress is a huge thing. Like. For most kids, you don't need to stress too much. It's not like, obviously it's a big deal, but if you're confident enough in your skills, you can do it. Especially if you use all the resources that you can, you really care about trying to get into a school that you want, then you can definitely do it. I also recommend, for both for the, the parents and the kids, that and going into high school, you have a lot of more new choice because mm-hmm. you're going into high school. 
So like at Ignatius, where I'm going, I'm going to take Latin as my language, mm-hmm. even though I've taken nine years of French here technically. I want kids to not be afraid of doing something different that they might not always do, and not being afraid to go in with an open mind and saying, hey, I want to try something new. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that's, it's, it's, high school is a time where you can really explore what you want to do with yourself and what you think that you'd be really good at doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely don't just make decisions on where your friends are going. Look at all the schools you can. Because, like, for me, my brother went to, is at Loyola right now. Before he went, I wasn't really going to look at it, but I looked at it. I looked at Ignatius. I looked at a couple public schools, but I really liked Loyola. There were things at Loyola that I could get there that I couldn't get other places that I wanted to do there. Mm-hmm. So definitely go places where you can do what you want to do. Um, I would say to definitely don't stress, but make sure to take it seriously because this is your high school. This is where you're going to be for four years and then after that college. And also to look at all the schools, try and go to all the open houses because there you'll be able to meet the student body and really see what they have to say. And also if you're kind of, I don't know, just don't really know what to do, you could always try and reach out to somebody that's already going to the high school because I'm sure that they'll be willing to talk to you about it because it's it's a, it's a big choice and that people that have gone through this process know that. Mm-hmm. And also I think to definitely don't choose something because of your friends because you're gonna make friends wherever you go. Mm-hmm. We talk about Sacred Heart Education as being an education for the head and for the heart. And clearly you're all doing well academically. But would you, or how would you say that that phrase has been expressed in your time here, educating your head and your heart? Sacred Heart's always been a great education. I've always enjoyed the way that they've been able to teach me and always to teach my siblings. I've always known, I've always been grateful that I've been able to go to a great school like this. So that's the teaching the head and the, the heart part for me is uh, they really do, especially in the lower grades, they emphasize the core values of what you need, especially as you get older, you learn the importance of things like this, of just going out every day and just being a nice person, you know, showing certain values like compassion and stuff like that. And it's really important as you get older because a lot of those things start to matter a lot more in your life, especially going on to high school and going to doing things where you're going to be a lot more social and you're going to need to be able to, you know, show a lot more emotions and do a lot more different ways to, like, talk and talk about things that might be harder. Mm-hmm. They definitely teach you to be a hearty gentleman, what it's like to be a hearty gentleman. That's more of the hard part, but then the teachers are giving you the best opportunities you can to learn. It's really how to be a good person and how to be a good student more Mm -hmm. than just being a good student. Mm -hmm. I think Sacred Heart definitely gives you the resources to um, have a good mind, I guess. (laughs) Or I think it just mainly teaches you the goals is a big part of the I think the head and the heart because there's make wise choices which is trying like make sure you take school seriously and then for the heart I think the other ones like treat others how you want to be treated like that's definitely important. Yeah we don't just have the classes like math and science foreign language we also have service and chapels and assemblies where we really learn about how to become not just smarter in the sense of knowing more about history and math. We also learn how to just become more well-rounded, kinder people, which is important. Luca, you had touched on the goals and criteria. Um, They really provide the foundation of Sacred Heart Education and undergird a lot of what we do here. Which goal or goals speaks to you individually and why? 
Um, I definitely think the make wise choices and help those who need you are the two most important ones because uh, make wise choices is a big part of just, I guess, being more moral in a way. And when you get to middle school, you'll start doing service, which is, it feels good to do and it just, it's a good impact mm -hmm. on our community. Yeah, I think it's very important to follow goal four, which is be a friend to all. Be a friend to all. <laughs> because, well, it's easy to stay in your comfort zone and not try to make friends with new people, but when you get to middle school especially, it's important to expand your horizons and make new friends and meet new people and just be nice to whoever you can. Um, I don't think I really have a specific goal that speaks to me more as like all the goals sort of together because they they do build a foundation. And I don't really think that I can say that one has like, you know, been more important than the others. Because I think you really need to take all of them if you want to really grow and go forth and really take the, take what Sacred Hearts are trying to teach you here. So I think that having all of them is what's really important. And make sure that you understand what all of them really mean to, you know, to say yourself and everyone else. Yeah, definitely agree with Teddy. Like when you put them all together, they say that if you're doing this, this is how to be the best person you can be. Do you think you'll remember them when you go to high school and college and beyond? Mm -hmm. And so I noted that a few of you referenced the goals through that prayer you probably learned in kindergarten. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you still remember that prayer then? Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you have anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? It's a really good education. The people are they're really nice, and the faculty is amazing, and they really help you along, and they. Make sure you're okay. Yeah, so. we've definitely been put in the best spot to be learning. Yeah, it's definitely a great school, and it's really helped me not just to learn what I need to learn now, but to really set up a good future and get me ready for life and, well, like the real world and to be an adult or to be in high school. It just really has helped me grow as a person. This is Amory Turpak for the Heart of Sheridan Road podcast with four members of our class of 2019. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to keep an ear out for our next podcast.